0: This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
1: And if you're uh, heading into the uh, the operating room and you hear that your surgeon is blaring ACDC over the speakers, don't panic. It's actually a good thing,
0: Jim. Yes. Apparently, a study says that if surgeons listen to ACDC, they perform the surgeries faster and more accurately. Wow. So they were listening to... <laughs> Highway to hell and TNT. (laughs) We're the same thing kids listen to before their hockey practice and adults, whatever. Got to keep the energy up, right? Uh, uh, And they did 5% better on tests on accuracy and uh, precision cut drop from 236 seconds to 139 seconds. Pretty kind of like uh
1: like Tony Stark was onto something because isn't that what he'd listen to when he was welding that Iron Man suit?
0: <laughs> I think so. That could have been in his head because he was in a cave. But uh yeah. I mean when you're driving, you definitely drive faster when
1: ACDC comes on, so I could see it. Surgeons perform better when listening to ACDC. I'll keep that in mind when I go in for my vasectomy in a couple months.
0: I've got a stick- big
1: Oh, you're not a fan of that one, Doc? What about this one here? Get Get balls! Balls! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get at those vast difference, <laughs> Doc. I want back
0: it back quick back and accurate. <laughs>
1: Jim, have you started playing
0: Wordle yet? Uh, I played it like a couple times for maybe over the span of a week. I got into it and then lost interest right away. Have you done Hurdle? I haven't done Hurdle, but I've I've heard of Hurdle. That's the same thing. It's like it plays a second of a song or something like that, and you have to guess it. Instead
1: of guessing a word, you're trying to guess a, a song based on an audio clip. Yeah, speaking of Wordle, there is a one of
0: our listeners who's a super big Wordle fan. Uh, I I shared a meme about maybe three four weeks ago, and for the last 65 days, however long ago I posted it, he has posted because it was making fun of people who post their Wordle scores. This same listener every day has posted his Wordle score on that same post. For over a month now. (laughs) So people are still playing.
1: The comment section. This guy guy. every day is posting his Wordle score because we made fun of people who do that. (laughs) (laughs) Have you played Turtle yet? Oh, boy, oh, boy. How do you spell that? T-U-R-D-L-E. I thought it might have been the shell, the creature for a sec, but. No. Uh, Apparently, a lot of people who play Wordle are also playing turtle at the same time. Oh, yeah. One in six Wordle players complete their daily puzzle on the toilet, according (laughs) to a new survey. I did that a couple times. (laughs) Got to stay busy in there, right? Yeah, do something with your hands. (laughs) And here's, here's more Wordle news for you. They have named their optimal starting word.
0: Oh, okay, this is interesting, because I had one, and it was uh, the word stern, because you get five letters, and I, I just picked whatever letters they give you at the end of Wheel of Fortune, R-S-T-L-N-E, figuring those are the most common letters, and so I just picked the word stern. To stern is in. your starting yeah. word? Crane
1: is apparently Crane. the optimal starting C-R-A-N-E. word. C-R-A-N-E. Okay, yeah, you C-R-A-N-E. get a couple of vowels A-N-E. in there. e. Other good ones, crate, slate, slant, trace, lance, cart, leased... And trice cart oh with e on the end yeah, yeah. c a r t e and trice
0: what's a trice
1: I don't know <laughs> but it's a word <laughs> if you're in hard mode then uh, then those w- words are not optimal but if you're I in- wonder what hard mode is I guess it does because if you if you I think it's when you're constipated.
0: <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast.
1: We lost one of the good ones this week. Gilbert Gottfried lost his battle with muscular dystrophy. If you've been online in the last 24 hours, you've seen titans of the stand-up comedy world paying tribute to Gilbert for being an incredible, hilarious man, but also just just a kind dude. He really was beloved by all those around him. And we got to experience his kindness and his hilarity firsthand years ago. This is a great thing about our job, Jim. You know, I grew up, you grew up watching Gilbert Gottfried in movies and on TV, Mm -hmm. and it's just a cool thing to know that 10 or 15 minutes of Gilbert's life was spent speaking with us spent wasted however you want to describe it (laughs) (laughs) but we want to play this back for you here this is a conversation we had with gilbert gottfried back in 2013 that originally aired on fm 96
2: let's all welcome america's creepy uncle gilbert gottfried david
3: Hasselhoff walks into Every morning and then he stays there until it closes. Not taking his eyes off mine, he scrunches my panties in his hand. There, you see that? A priest, a priest, it's like a nun with a jacket. It's a boy nun. He wants to be a boy nun.
1: We have one of the most recognizable voices in entertainment, comedy legend Gilbert Gottfried on the Taz Show this morning. Good morning, sir. Hi. How are you doing? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Man, <laughs> it's, it is, it's still early. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is so exciting.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs>
1: Gilbert, we were just because there's a couple years between all of us, and we were just reminiscing here about our favorite Gilbert Gottfried moments and memories. Uh, For me,
3: this is basically my obituary. This is it. You're done after this. (laughs) I always wanted to hear it. Now I can.
1: I, I was inspired to get into radio after seeing your performance in The Adventures of Ford Fairlane with Andrew Dice Clay. Uh, Johnny Crunch, of course. Can can I get a hit pay dirt with K dirt from you? Hit
3: pay dirt with K dirt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Love that movie. Uh, Jim recognizes you from an episode of Goosebumps, whatever that is. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm more of a Gilbert Gottfried
0: in the Aladdin Problem Child, and then I remember an episode of Goosebumps. <laughs> no, it, it
3: wasn't Goosebumps. I know. It, or no, is, are, you are you afraid are you of the afraid dark? Are you afraid? I'm afraid of the dark? That's you know? right. Oh, okay. You know who else was in that episode?
0: Mm, I don't remember.
3: This would make it, uh, me and him would make it the two sexiest men in America. <laughs> uh, the other one was Ryan Gosling. <gasps>
4: what? what? Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. How is
1: there that? There were two
3: kids there, and one of the kids was Ryan Gosling.
1: <laughs> what are the Ryan odds? Gosling, Gilbert, born right here in London, Ontario, Canada.
3: All right, Nah, he's can't be proud of everything but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Ryan Gosling was from that
1: did you do a, now speaking of people from London Ontario did you do a, a celebrity wife swap episode with Alan thick?
3: Oh, oh yes some some big people have come from Canada so so both Alan thick and Gordon Lightfoot came from Canada.
1: Yes. And Gosling. Yeah, <laughs> and
4: yes, Ryan Gosling.
3: <laughs> um, Alan Thicke was in it with his wife.
1: What was his wife like? Was yeah. she pretty cool?
3: Well, I, I don't know. I was having sex with Alan Thicke that week. <laughs> it, 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 uh, I, I really, I should have looked at the contract a little clearer <laughs> before I agreed. And so we'd have sex together and he'd go, ooh, it's so good. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Did you give any fatherly advice to his son, Robin Thicke, who's in the news quite a bit lately?
3: He has been in the news. And uh, and it's like because of Miley Cyrus. And uh, she's sort of like one of those girls that uh, was like driving towards sexy Missed the exit and went right to skanky. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you were uh, involved in a number of scandals uh, through your career, including one... Thank a- God
3: they stayed out of the paper. Well, there was
1: there was one I remember. Uh, you made a Pee Wee Herman joke at an awards show, and it got censored on the West Coast. Uh, do you remember that?
3: Uh, yes, it was right around the time that... Uh, Pee-wee Herman uh, got arrested in a porn theater for um, playing with Pee-wee. I did a joke on the, the Emmys. I was a presenter, and I said, I really sleep better knowing Pee-wee Herman's been arrested. If masturbation's a crime, I should be on death row. <laughs>
1: Love it. <laughs> and I had-
3: how do you know he was masturbating? Did they dust for prints?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that was a scandal back then. Like that wouldn't even register nowadays if you said that yeah. in an awards show.
3: Now it would be in like uh, like on one of the Disney shows. They would <laughs> have a joke like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You've also come under fire, Gilbert, for I mean, I mean, you made a joke about 9/11 before you made a joke about. Uh, uh, the tsunami, um, and it was kind of relatively close to when the, the, the tragedies went down. Some people thought it was funny. Some people thought it was too soon. Do you have any thoughts about too soon? Is there such a thing as too soon?
3: Well, I, I never understood, like, is there an office somewhere where some guys behind the desk <laughs> and goes, okay, on this date, it'll be okay. <laughs> and, and it's also like the people who wait, and then do the joke, because then it's okay, means you're saying now, okay, we waited The hell with the people who died. Like, now you'll see the funny newscast, funny weathermen and stuff who go, oh, well, we can expect a regular tsunami coming our way. And it's like, now it's okay. You know, it's it's sort of like within, after a year, it became like that. It's like, it goes from being gay, uh, a crime against humanity to a joke.
1: Affleck Insurance, Gilbert Godfrey dropped you from their commercials after that tsunami joke. And the new Affleck duck sounds exactly like you anyways, doesn't it?
3: Uh, yeah, uh, basically what they did, uh, they fired me, hired a guy who uh, imitates me for less money. Thus bringing closure to a horrible tragedy. <laughs> yeah,
2: that really. <laughs> yeah.
1: If they yeah. wanted to distance themselves from you that badly, Affleck. yeah, you think
0: they
3: would have gotten Morgan Freeman or something?
1: <laughs> now, I-, I didn't realize that Gilbert Gottfried was a uh, was a cast member on Saturday Night Live back in the early '80s.
3: Yeah, I try to hide that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, they, they've basically flipped over the cast this year. Would you give any advice to the new cast members there? Because there's a bunch of them.
3: Well, see, there's the problem. Because I was on the show, and it was a a lousy season when I was on. Now whenever I'll watch Saturday Night Live, and I'll go, "Oh, this sucks." If I was there, and I'll go, "Oh, wait a minute, I was there." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you can't do it
3: anymore. <laughs> yeah.
2: Does your throat ever hurt from talking like that all the time?
3: Uh, yeah, yeah. But it hurts the audience more listening to it. So.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've, I've had to turn my headphones down twice during this interview already, Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on our show.
3: Oh, thank you. This
0: is the Taz and Jim podcast. It is stupid.
1: It is stupid. How long can this go on, man? Like, there's a house in Guelph. Jim has posted pictures of this listing on the Taz and Jim Facebook page. Not because you'll be jealous. <laughs> like, you know, usually it's a check out this mansion. Look how great this place is. Wouldn't you love to live here? Yeah. This place is the, the uh, like a total dump. Yeah.
0: I would, ne- I would say it's a red flag in the listing when they use the word derelict
1: for <laughs> however you pronounce that you're thinking of zoolander
0: <laughs> derelict
1: derelict
0: I, yeah. it's a derelict home yeah so the reason why they're calling it derelict is because there's literally a hole in the roof and the water damage is you know outrageous from what you can see there's all this scum and mold in the kitchen the, the fridge is covered in it the floor it's is disgusting black it's disgusting. like splotchy
1: black how much so, did it go for
0: uh 117 over asking <laughs> 32 <laughs> offers 642,999. dollars I like how somebody didn't want to round up to 643 at a principal. But the uh, from this article here from Guelph today, the photo shows a property showed considerable damage to the interior structure. Uh in the listing, the real estate agent said I don't want to sugarcoat this at all. If I do and people show up expecting something then better than what's here, then I've wasted their time and mine. It's not what I'm here to do. So they were very upfront. All the photos showed visible damage. That I it's mean,
1: a disgusting cesspool of yeah. a home.
0: In one room, the roof had begun to cave in. The carpets were unusable. The kitchen area was in serious need of a deep cleaning The stove. Fridge and floors were covered in filth. Uh, the photos did not try to hide the damage. Uh... But they did call it a 1,500-square-foot, three-bedroom, bathside split. Is the gem you've been longing for? <laughs> because any gem, when there's no gems, is a gem, I guess.
1: The house... Uh, well, what was, what are gems made out of? Coal, you know? <laughs> Diamonds are. Diamonds, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You get a dirty piece of coal. Compress it. You compress that thing <laughs> enough, it turns into a diamond.
0: Yeah, it just takes 4,
1: 400,000
0: years Um
1: it looks like a teardown, like, basically. You're I buying the lot at that point. Because
0: once you strip up that flooring in the kitchen, I mean, once mold gets going in there, I'm. Ch- I, th- I thought I saw a picture of like an actual hole in the roof. Oh, there it is. Look at it. It looks like a. This is not like from the interior. There is a, a a hole about the size of a yoga ball that looks like something crashed through the ceiling. I'm I'm sure that's water damage. The water le- leaked in there and then the floor collapsed. But it's crazy. uh, How much over asking? 117,000 over asking price. And my mistake, the list, it was listed at 642. So it actually sold for 700 and something. Sold for 760. (laughs) Flat. 760 flat. I mean, that is wild. I posted it on uh, the, the, the listing on our Facebook pages here. And some people are commenting here. This is insanity. My teenage children don't stand a chance at a regular life. This is so disheartening. Yeah. Mark says, "I was so sick of overpriced garbage in Ontario. We left the province, paid less than a hundred k for a move-in-ready house, three acres with a shop. Never looked back." Where's that?
1: Does Northern Manitoba probably? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, the good news is the federal government banned foreign buyers for two years, so that should solve the problem.
1: Done. How about, how about foreign buyers can buy homes, but they can only buy houses like this one? <laughs> Condemnable. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's time for sports. Devin Peacock, our sports guy, is here. Let's talk uh, baseball, Dev. Something's getting under your skin. It's the master class that was put on with how not to deal with fans by one of the head honchos over with the Cincinnati Reds.
2: Yeah, the president of the Cincinnati Reds, Phil Castellini. So uh, Cincinnati Reds fans have been upset because their team has been shedding payroll during the offseason. Uh, they traded away a bunch of guys. Now, they're still paying over $120 million this year for their payroll. So it's not as though they're the Baltimore Orioles who have a payroll of only $37 million. Mike Trout makes more money than the entire Baltimore Oriole roster so Reds fans it could be worse still they're upset and he decided to respond to the fans with a series of comments and it got worse and worse as it went along he said to the fans where are you going to go who who do you want us to sell the team to and so he basically challenged fans like what are you going to do like like cheer I, for I, somebody like, else <laughs> yeah cheer for somebody Listen, else maybe, you're stuck but... with
1: us we're stuck with you get <laughs> over it I don't like you you don't like me but we're in this together
2: He said, be careful what you ask for. And then said, you can hate on us all you want, but we're not going anywhere. And then uh, a couple hours after that, he then issued a statement saying, I would like to apologize to Reds fans (laughs) and regret the comments I made earlier today. We love this city. We love this team. We love our fans. And I'm sorry. Which is okay. Like. Hey, guy, like, where are the Cincinnati Reds going to go? Like, Cincinnati's not the biggest media market in the United States, but all the big media markets are taken. Las Vegas is maybe the last one, and the Oakland A's are looking at it. So you're not moving to Las Vegas if you're going to move at all. So, Cincinnati, where are you going? Because you're not going anywhere. You have those fans. They're great fans. You could be like the Tampa Bay Rays and invest in your minor league system and be good and relevant year after year, and the Reds the Rays are one of the cheapest teams in the majors because they don't have the type of fan base that the Cincinnati Reds have. So if anyone should be upset, it should be the fans because they deserve better than what they are getting from Phil Castellani and the whole management group with the Reds.
1: There's a good chance Phil was just having a bad day. You know, he's making (laughs) some tough decisions and then I've done it. You see one tweet that on a good day wouldn't get under your skin. But if you're already having a bad day and you see it, then you just unleash fury on that person. Oh, yeah. Or
0: maybe in a relationship, it's like uh, your wife's on you. Oh, you didn't clean up the bathroom again. Okay, fine. Divorce me.
1: His wife's all over for not cleaning the toilet, and then uh, Cincinnati Reds fans get a little ticked off at him. Oh,
0: now you're on my butt?
1: He takes it out
2: (laughs) on them. The Reds aren't going anywhere. Phil Castellani is not going anywhere. This is going to be one of those uh, marriages of convenience for a little while in Cincinnati.
0: This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
2: Jack White
1: had a big weekend last weekend. He uh, did the Star Spangled Banner at the Detroit Tigers home opener. Loves that that team. Great little slide guitar rendition. And then he uh, performed in Detroit, hometown, Uh for Jack. So he wanted to make it a special show. And he did by not only proposing but getting married to his girlfriend, Olivia Jean, during the concert. She is the front woman for the band Black Bells. They were doing a duet on stage when Jack popped the question, and then they went right into the ceremony. It's been such a beautiful day. I
2: figured why don't we just do this right now and get married right now? Olivia Jean, do you promise to love this man? Stand by this man. Tell this man what's up when he needs to hear what's up. (laughs) Okay, Jack White, do you promise to respect this woman? I do cherish this woman. I do obey this woman. I do.
1: Save some money on a uh, on a wedding, there, Jim. I know. Not only that, he's getting paid, probably. Yeah, he's making money on his wedding. How much are you spending? Too much. <laughs> tell you that. Start a band. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Go platinum (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah play at the London majors game or something I don't know this reminds me of that to what Johnny Cash when he proposed on stage uh, Here in town like back in the 60s
1: Johnny Cash uh, did for for those of you don't know because in the movie walk the line when they give the locator at the bottom of the screen they put Ontario Canada, but they don't specifically say London Ontario Canada that is where Johnny Cash performed and proposed to June Carter, yeah, who's performing with him, who was on stage with him, yeah he proposed on stage in London, Ontario, and the two had a uh, one of the notorious uh, marriages and and love affairs in uh in rock music history
0: yeah now we're sure that jack white isn't related to olivia i know he has a history
1: <laughs> of confusion he wasn't married to, he wasn't he was married he was to married meg he wasn't related sister. It's a brother sister okay he wasn't related to right. meg <laughs> uh but best of luck to the happy couple and if you have a, a poster from that concert, apparently those things major collector's items now. Hmm. If you were lucky enough to buy one of the posters from the show, they are selling for big bucks on the resale market. Oh, Time for sports. Devin Peacock, our sports guy, is here playing games last night. I watched uh, Brooklyn win. They're moving on to the playoffs. That was uh, predicted by you on the show. Dev?
2: Yeah, Brooklyn's going to play the uh, Boston Celtics, which will be a uh, a, a fun uh, matchup. It was kind of funny after that game as well. Uh, Bruce Brown is one of the younger players on the Nets. He was uh, talking some smack against the Boston Celtics. Kevin Durant put a, a squash on that almost immediately, saying it was caffeine uh, pride kind of coming through there for Bruce Bowen. The, uh, the the Celtics-Nets matchup should be one of the best of the first round. Um, also kind of interesting was the Minnesota Timberwolves. Congratulations to Minnesota. They beat the LA Clippers in the West play-in game, so they will be the seven seed in the West. It's just their second playoff berth since 2004, so they will be playing the Memphis Grizzlies, which is an all-time terrible TV matchup. Memphis in Minnesota, not a exactly exactly. Exactly. Two teams that uh, pull well TV ratings wise, but from a basketball standpoint will be really interesting. However, after the game, the Minnesota Timberwolves celebrated as though they won the championship. They were jumping up and, you know, throwing their jerseys into the stands. Pat Beverly was crying as he walked off the court. It was uh, it was a little much
1: over the top celebration. Did they get the champagne out in the in the dressing room? The goggles, goggles <laughs> we're
2: going to disneyland <laughs> I was
1: surprised
2: surprised they didn't have, you know, confetti just fall from the sky just because they were so happy. Like, let's burn this place down. Like, (laughs) uh, you guys know, like, this is just the start of the playoffs. It's not the end of the playoffs. The TNT uh, crew was playing We Are the Champions, just making fun of them. Like, Mm -hmm. NBA Twitter was just clowning on these guys. Their celebration was so over the top. Like, I'm happy. You're happy guys, but when you have that type of exuberance for winning the play-in game, I, I kind of figure or or feel that they might not have the the temperament that you need in the playoffs to go far because they seem to be happy just to be there. Memphis is sitting and waiting. They want to go deep.
1: But when you live in Minnesota, you got to think uh, that any victory is a big victory. <laughs> I also think they're getting hit with a snowstorm right now. Oh, so. geez. They were just jumping up and down to stay warm. (laughs) Thanks, Dev. (laughs) This is the
0: Taz and Jim podcast.
1: This real estate market is stupid. How long can this go on, man? Like, There's a house in Guelph. Jim has posted pictures of this listing. On the Taz and Jim Facebook page, not because you'll be jealous. <laughs> like, you know, usually it's a check out this mansion. Look at how great this place is. Wouldn't you love to live here? Yeah, this place is the, the uh, like a total dump. Yeah,
0: I would. Ne- I would say it's a red flag in the listing when they use the word derelict.
1: <laughs> or however you pronounce that. You're thinking of Zoolander.
0: <laughs> derelict.
1: Derelict. I, yeah. It's a derelict home. Yeah.
0: So the reason why they're calling it derelict is because there's literally a hole in the roof and the water damage is, you know, outrageous. From what you can see, there's all this scum and mold in the kitchen. The, the fridge is covered in it. The floor it's is disgusting. Black. It's
1: disgusting. They're like splotchy black. How much so, did it go for?
0: Uh, 117 over asking, <laughs> 32 <laughs> offers, $642,999. I like how somebody didn't want to round up to $643 at a principal. But the uh, from this article here from Guelph Today, the photo shows a property showed considerable damage to the interior structure. Uh, in the listing, the real estate agent said, I don't want to sugarcoat this at all. If I do, and people show up expecting something, then better than what's here, then I've wasted their time and mine. It's not what I'm here to do. So they were very upfront. All the photos showed visible damage. That I mean, it's a
1: disgusting cesspool of yeah. a home.
0: In one room, the roof had begun to cave in. The carpets were unusable. The kitchen area was in serious need of a deep cleaning. The stove, fridge, and floors were covered in filth. Uh, the photos did not try to hide the damage. Uh, but they did call it a 1,500-square-foot, three-bedroom, bathside split. Is the gem you've been longing for? <laughs> because any gem, when there's no gems, is a gem,
1: I guess. The house... Uh, well, what what are gems made out of? Coal, you know? <laughs> Diamonds are. Diamonds, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You get a dirty piece of coal. Compress it. You compress that thing <laughs> enough, it turns into a diamond.
0: Yeah, it just takes 4, 400,000 years Um it looks like
1: a teardown, like, basically.
0: You're I buying the lot at that point. Cuz once you strip up that flooring in the kitchen, I mean, once mold gets going in there, I'm ch- I, th- I thought I saw a picture of like an actual hole in the roof. Oh, there it is. Look at. It looks like a this is not like from the interior, there is a, a a hole about the size of a yoga ball that looks like something crashed through the ceiling. I'm I'm sure that's water damage. The water le- leaked in there and then the floor collapsed, but it's crazy. How much over asking? 117,000 over asking price. And my mistake, the list, it was listed at 642. So it actually sold for 700 and something. Sold for 760. (laughs) Flat. 760 flat. I mean, that is wild. I posted it on uh, the, the, the listing on our Facebook pages here. And some people are commenting here. This is insanity. My teenage children don't stand a chance at a regular life. This is so disheartening. Yeah. Mark says I was so sick of overpriced garbage in Ontario we left the province paid less than 100k for a move-in ready house 3 acres with a shop never look back. Where's that?
1: Does Northern Manitoba probably? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well the good news is the federal government banned foreign buyers for
1: 2 years. So that should solve the problem. Done. How about, how about foreign buyers can buy homes but they can only buy houses like this one. <laughs> condemnable <laughs> right <laughs> this is the taz and jim podcast and i always get excited a little giddy almost when we are able to unveil a new feature a new segment here on the program and we would like to invite to the airwaves ryan sideman hey ryan
4: hey guys how's it going good
1: Ryan is our technical producer in Hamilton. He's in the Y-108 studios every morning. He's in there, you know, before 5 a.m. And his job basically is to make sure that um, the Taz and Jim show is on the air, make sure all the right commercials are running on Y-108, et cetera, et cetera. Um, He's up anyways. We figured why not start incorporating Ryan into the show on the air, and uh, after having lunch last week, Ryan, we realized that you really are. You got your, your finger on the pulse there in Hamilton. So you would be a great guy
4: just to keep us uh, up to date with what's going on in the Hammer, right? Absolutely. I've lived here my entire life. Uh, technically, I was born in Burlington, but I've never lived in Burlington. Good. I've lived in Hamilton.
1: <laughs> Big tie Cats fan, right?
4: oh yeah season ticket holder a boy. yeah
1: so he, he knows his hamilton uh we've invested a lot of time and a lot of money into this segment ryan i know you haven't heard the the imaging the production that we have put into this thing but i think you're really going to like it here and when it comes to uh, titles i mean hammerama does it get much better than that you guys ready
4: i mean oh. you could call you could call that like uh, a big tie cat party <laughs> the Hammerama. The uh,
1: Hammerama. Patent
0: pending, it's ours. We're not getting yeah. it to anybody.
1: Hammerama, <laughs> trademark Taz and Jim. Are you ready for the no, inaug- inaugural edition of Let's Hammerama? Here we go. It's time for the Hammerama.
4: Thanks, Taz and Jim. I'm Ryan Seidman, live from the Y-108 studios on Main Street in Hamilton, Ontario, and here is your Hammerama. Taking a look at some stories from right here in Hamilton. Starting things off today, we're going to be looking at the Festival of Friends. It's going to be happening this summer. First time it's going to be happening Uh, in the summer since 2019 2020 it was cancelled and in 2021 it was just a one-day event that happened in september headlined by Danko jones and big wreck this year it's happening civic holiday weekend july 29th 30th and 31st Uh, no musical acts have been announced as of yet but i'm sure those announcements are going to be coming out in the coming months (coughs) McMaster University set to host this year's U Sports East West Bowl. It's going to be happening on May the 7th at noon at Mac at the stadium there. Uh, A showcase for a bunch of the top prospects for the 2023 CFL draft. It's going to be four McMaster players partaking in the East West Bowl this year as well. (laughs) Some good news. Dwight the cat has been reunited with his family after Yay! being allegedly taken by a pizza delivery driver last week. They're saying that a nice lady found him, took him to the vet. The vet believes that the cat was Dwight. They got in touch with the family, and it's been a happy reuniting situation. Dwight seems to be happy and healthy, and he's back home with his family. And that about wraps up your Hammerama for April 13th, 2022. I feel informed.
1: Love it. Yeah, Ryan, great job, buddy. Thanks for doing that.
4: Thanks for having me, guys. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.